2022 turned out to be a momentous year in politics with the results of the midterm elections showing that perhaps we're not as divided as we thought. In a number of close races, independents, or ticket splitters, voted for the Democrat in one race and the Republican in another. They decided the outcome. I'm Richard Davies. I'm Ashley Miltite. Together, we host the Let's Find Common Ground podcast. We met recently with Common Ground Committee co-founders Bruce Bond and Eric Olson to get their take on what Common Ground Committee has achieved this year and what challenges remain in bringing Americans closer together. Looking back at 2022, what's changed? What's been different? What are accomplishments for Common Ground Committee since the beginning of, of this past year? Well, the, the big change is there's no pandemic. That's huge for us because you have to remember, I mean, when the pandemic hit, basically 90% of our work was in putting together face-to-face events. And, you know, within like two weeks, you couldn't do that anymore. And as it turned out, really not able to do that for, you know, well over a year, pretty much two years. So we had to sort of take stock of where we are, you know, what, as they say, the saying goes, what did we have in the house? What is it that we could do to continue the mission? And, and long story short, we came up with the podcasts, which we had been thinking about for a long time. And we put together the Common Ground Scorecard, which had actually made it to the discussion table, so to speak, in one of our meetings back in 2013. Bruce, just the Listeners who may not be aware, could you just quickly describe what the Common Ground Scorecard is and how it works? Yeah, so the Common Ground Scorecard is a tool for voters that they use in their voting decision if they care about the degree to which a candidate is willing and able to work across the aisle. The Common Ground Scorecard provides a score, which is an indicator of that capability of a incumbent or a challenger. So the higher you get, and it goes from zero to 100, the more you are what we would call a common ground or somebody who will work across the aisle. And, you know, this year we had tens of thousands of people using the tool to see where their candidates were on that scale, presumably to help them make a decision in their vote. It's, it's important to note that the, uh, the scorecard does not measure ideology doesn't measure how far to the left you are, how far to the right you are, or anything like that. You could be very strongly ideologically oriented or policy oriented, but it's the demonstrated willingness to work with those across the aisle. And we, in fact, have some very conservative and very progressive politicians who do have very high scores. It turns out the scorecard has caught politicians' attention. Not only that, a majority of high-scoring common ground politicians who ran very close races in November won those races. For Common Ground Committee, it's a big deal because we're actually demonstrating that if you're running for office and the temptation is to not work with the other side because you're afraid it'll cost you your job, well, we have some pretty good data that says that's not necessarily true. And then the other thing is is that it's encouraging for politicians to say, you know, this is actually what people seem to be wanting. I mean, that's the bigger picture. And of course, that's what happened in the midterm elections. There is a view now towards moving away from extremism and an interest on the part of the electorate in saying to politicians, hey, get your act together and and start working together. Which just shows all of this that 
people really are interested in ending polarization. Yeah, Bruce and I were talking about this last night, and I was saying that, you know, what, that what's what appears very evident to me over the last two elections, I would say, uh, is that the things that divide us are certainly not as great as the things that unite us. And voters recognize that, and they vote against things that are polarizing. They vote against behavior that's that's polarizing, and they vote against very extremist policies. And you can see it. It's becoming more of a topic that the media wants to cover, that they want to talk about, the fact that there are people who are trying to work together in Congress. And we're very gratified by that because this is kind of the focus of what we've been trying to do. So, Bruce, Eric just said there's more that unites us as a nation than what divides Americans. Uh, Tell us why you think that's the case. Why is that true? So I'm going to go back a few years uh, when Mike Wallace, who was the famed 60 Minutes reporter, when he passed away, 60 Minutes did a special episode on him. And there's this interview with him that I'll never forget. He was talking about uh, covering what was going on in the 60s, in the late 60s, you know, the Democratic National Convention, the riots in the streets, what happened at Kent State, the protests against the war. And he really believed that we were in serious trouble as a country uh, and feared that there would be some sort of coup d'etat that would happen. And he said, you know, I'm grateful to say I was wrong. And the reason I was wrong was because the rule of law held. Everybody understood that there were laws that governed how we work as a nation and that when there's a problem, ultimately that's where you gotta go. Either you gotta change them or you've gotta go to court or whatever it might be. And you know, that is a, a fundamentally shared value that Americans have. You got a grievance, you use the laws you have available to you or you, or you change them or whatever it might be. And it's not that way in every country. And so for us, what it says is that no person, and I know it's cliche, but no person is above the law. And yes, there are times where we look at it and we go, yeah, maybe it seems like in this case, people are getting away with murder. But the vast majority of citizens understand that there are things you do and you, you don't do that are based on principles in the law. And that, that is, a, is a bedrock principle that makes Americans Americans. Which is all very encouraging. That said, I don't think Common Ground Committee is going to be out of a mission anytime soon. <laughs> what are some of the challenges that you both think still lie ahead that you want to tackle? I think a big one is the dilemma that the media faces, because the media is, you know, it's a business, and the business models tend to favor division over unity. And in fact, we just had this event at, uh, at University of Southern California with Reince Priebus and James Carvelin. Priebus made a point, he said, you know, from a business perspective, this is almost a direct quote, unity is a loser is what he said. And so, you know, you hear that and you go, well, yeah, actually there's a point to that. But I will point out that the trust in the media is probably at the lowest that it's ever been in the electorate. And also, I don't think it's coincidental that our most popular podcast that we've had in terms of downloads is the one we did with Monitor editor Mark Sappenfield and um, his, uh, one of his reporters, one of his correspondents, Dory Hinckley. So this is this is the Christian Science Monitor. Can you just remind people what that podcast was about? 
the subject was restoring trust in media. And um, Mark was very, I thought, very eloquent in talking about how, how the monitor treats its readers or its audience as thinking individuals. I think another thing that's going on, though, is, is that people want to see their they want to see their leaders do better. And we're seeing that more and more. However, you know, people kind of get locked into their issues still. And so there's still a fair amount of rancor amongst the electorate. And I think one of the areas that we're working on and have been from day one is it's important to, to us to spot and provide the inspiration and the demonstration of what good looks like that gets people to say, I can do this better. I can be better when it comes to arguing, so to speak, with someone I disagree with politically. If we can continue to demonstrate what good looks like in this respect, our experience has been that when people see it done right, they're inspired and they start to operate differently. And there are many organizations out there that are sort of in that kind of work. But it's, it's not going to change overnight. It's going to take some time. Eric, what do you see in Common Ground Committee's future? I think one of the things that is important work for Common Ground Committee is to, is to highlight where issues are being made more divisive than they should be. And probably the best example of, of that that we've had over the last couple of years has been, has been on voting procedures and so forth in various states. We pointed out in an op-ed about a year ago that there are five states that have all mail-in voting, uh, Hawaii, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and Utah. And ideologically, you know, it ranges from Hawaii to Utah, which is a pretty big ideological range. And in every one of those states, there's a 70% acceptance or, or uh, favorability rating among voters. And both parties need to get over the idea that either fraud is taking place or that there's some kind of major suppression taking place. And uh, Republicans have to get over this idea that they can somehow manipulate the voting process to to be more favorable to them, or that Democrats are trying to make it less favorable to Republicans. And whatever voting procedures are, are put in place have to be embracing. They have to be not just fair, but also they also have to be secure. But that's readily done in an all-encompassing way. Eric Olson and Bruce Bond, co-founders of Common Ground Committee. You can check out all our work from podcasts to live events to blog posts at Common Ground Committee. Org. I'm Ashley Milne-Tite. I'm Richard Davies from Common Ground Committee and the both of us. Happy New Year and thanks for listening.